Alright guys, this is the Moo Movement Podcast, episode 6. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have Jacob Heise from CrossFit Myriad, also an Olympic weightlifter, former CrossFit Games athlete. And here we're just talking, discussing about life, um, you know, how his training's been going, um, running a business, uh, and just stuff relevant to the sport. Um, hope you guys enjoy the show, and if you guys do, uh, we appreciate the support by just sharing this. Um, hitting the subscribe button, or even giving us a rating and a review. Uh, but other than that, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. All right. Okay. That's loud. Yeah. All right. This is uh, the Moon Movement Podcast, episode six, five. I think it's five. It's five. Yes. Yes. You're five at five. Point oh, five. Five point oh. Uh, I'm here with Jacob Heis of Myriad, CrossFit Myriad. CrossFit Myriad. Myriad. Hello, everyone. Jacob, tell everyone what you do. Um, you're you're a you're a former CrossFit athlete, is that correct? Yeah. And now you're like full time. Yeah. Before CrossFit, I did a lot of Wii Fit, and I excelled tremendously at that. And yeah. And I started CrossFit right after, <laughs> and I became a semi-pro exerciser. There you go. And now weightlifter. Now weightlifter. Yes. Now weightlifter. Yeah. All right. Dang. So we fit. Was it tennis or what was it? So I did the hula hoop uh, one. There's and a hula I was, hoop one. Yeah, was really good at that actually. Really? <laughs> oh shoot. I beat everybody except for my little sister, and once she beat me, then I was I quit yeah. right after that. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went straight into CrossFit. So, yeah, that's I went right a to big CrossFit. Jump, that, yeah. so like, okay, and then you found out you were yeah. super. Well, I drunk. started out with the CrossFit kids classes, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. just lots of PVC pipes and gotcha. games, gotcha. So. hopscotch, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with CrossFit, how did you how did you um, get into it? Like. It, was it like uh you got into it what year like 2000 2009 okay, actually so my first crossfit new. workout was like 2008 okay my friend who he's now in the air force up in alaska his father was a major in the air force at the time and on our it was we were in high school i think it was like our junior year he he would go out to visit his dad like during thanksgiving break mm-hmm. out wherever he was I think he was in, I, I can't even remember what state, somewhere where he did the Air Force. But so he was level one certified, and he had his troops do CrossFit. Oh, so okay. that's when my buddy yeah. Taylor, uh, he did CrossFit out there with his dad. And then when he came back, he was like, dude, I found this new workout program. Because, you know, we were, all, we were all into, like, bench press and right, right. curls and stuff like that. No lower body. <laughs> no leg day. <laughs> no leg day at all, yeah. <laughs> what is this? So he came back. He's like, dude, we're going to get totally ripped doing this. We're going to be like the best in the world. He's like, I can already tell we're going to be good at it. So I was like, sweet, dude, like, let's do it. And, you know, we were all into like mirror pictures and stuff like that. So he showed me like this mirror pic. I was like, dude, that is sweet, bro. You look, I can see your abs, like totally cool. <laughs> so we went to, a, to the local gym. The local gym was called Extreme Fitness in Beaumont. I don't know if anyone's okay. heard of that okay. one. Okay. So we went to that gym, and we did a Tabata workout. So 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest, eight rounds. We did kettlebell swings, sit-ups, and push-ups. 
And right. I remember right afterwards, I went to the bathroom and Project L vomited oh everywhere, gosh. dude. It was horrible. Oh my gosh, and I, dude, I was like so sick. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm like trying to clean up like the throw up around the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, this is so embarrassing. And that's when you decided to go to the CrossFit Games, right? No, that's when I was like, I'm never doing CrossFit again. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst thing ever. So I remember I went outside of the, the gym and I just literally like laid out there. I was like on the curb, just oh, laying yeah. down, like pull a sweat. People are like stepping over me. They're like, bro, are you okay? And I'm like, you don't know what I just did. <laughs> like, get away from me. So, yeah, so it was horrible. So then I was like, you know what? Like, I was like, CrossFit's more cardio. You know, I'm going to lose all my gains. Like, if I start yeah, doing yeah, this, I can't, like, can't, can't I'm going to lose my bulk, you know. I'm trying to get those 20-inch arms. <laughs> so periodically we would, I would do CrossFit workouts with Taylor. We did Murph one time in the park. And I remember... We Wait, ran the first this mile. This is your second workout. This second is like cross- my second CrossFit workout and he ever. To Murph. And we, yeah, he was like, "Dude, we're gonna do." This. He's like, "I'm gonna do this workout, Murph." Because so he had continued to do oh it. Oh my gosh! Oh, he and so like, he like like every week kind of thing. He did. Yeah, Murph. he he would no 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 like he would do CrossFit. Like, oh okay. He, he okay. his all of his workouts were CrossFit workouts. Now he would like write CrossFit work. We'd be sitting in class and be like, "Check out this workout I wrote." I'd be like, "Oh, that's dumb." <laughs> <laughs> So, like, again, like, I was just, like, at, at our school, we had bench press competitions every year. Yeah. And it was it was on body weight, too. So, that, like, that's what I would train for is the mm-hmm. bench press competitions. So that's all I did. And so, yeah, so he's, like, let's do Murph in the park. And, like, you know, I was, I was like, man, eh, you know, I had forgotten that I threw up last time. You know, you forget that feeling. So I was, like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. So we run the first mile. And then what is it? 100 pull-ups, right? So, like, all of our pull-ups are, or my pull-ups anyways are, like, half reps. And we do it in this park where it's also like a, a kid's football field. So it has like the little goal, goal, yeah, lines. Yeah, goal lines. And so I, I was doing like pull-ups on those half pull-ups. So, oh, you know, yeah, and then yeah. right into the push-ups. Push-ups, you know, not locking right out on. the arms mm-hmm. or touching the chest. And then I don't even know what my air squats look like. So like, I think I was on like my probably 50th air squats and my legs just started cramping up. And I was just like, dude, I quit. And I just went and sat, <laughs> sat on the bleachers. And just watched he, he like, yeah, finished the workout. So he was, like, on his, like, first lap, I think. And I was like, eh, you know what? Like, I don't really like quitting. So I, I got up, and I just started kind of walking. I was like, I'll, I'll finish, like, the mile. But I, I just walked it. And then after that, kind of right back into the same attitude. I was like, CrossFit is so lame. Like, I don't know why people do this. And, like, <laughs> and I was definitely one of those guys because we would he would watch CrossFit videos, and I would watch them, and I would see him do the kipping pull-ups. And then you're like, what is he this, doing? Yeah. And this was, like, 2009, so I think – it was like I remember it was like Chris Beeler doing his kipping pull ups like the two thousand eight games or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, those look so lame. Like yeah, I cannot be like, believe people are doing these. Yeah, butterfly pull ups. But, look like they're spazzing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But I remember it, it's funny because he had talked about going. He's like, there's these things called the games. Like we could go to them. And like I, I would just wasn't into it. So then fast forward to gra- we graduated high school. And he was, you know, going to go into the Air Force. And one of our other buddies, James, he wanted to go in the Army, but he was overweight. So they would go down to LA Fitness, and Taylor had, like, I think three other guys, and they would do, you know, modified CrossFit mm-hmm. workouts, whatever they could do in LA Fitness. And so James had lost a, a bunch of weight, but he still wasn't quite there. And that's our buddy who wanted to join the Army. And so Taylor joined the Air Force, so they kind of stopped their little CrossFit okay. game. And that's CrossFit's CrossFit CDR in Redlands that opened up in 2009. So my buddy James, 
he wanted to sign up to go there. And he was like, dude, he's like, I don't have anybody else that'll go with me. He's like, I want to lose the weight, but I, I want somebody to go with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I was like, yeah, dude, I was like, I'll do it. Cause he, I think he had two more months to lose this weight. So I was like, I'll join for a couple of months. Like, and that's it. Like, I'll just do this for you. You know? So we went in and James told the owner that, you know, like, all right, I, I'm going to join the army in a couple of months. So this is, I can't sign like a contract, you know, for six mm -hmm. months. And I was like, yeah, same here. Like I'm, cause it was like a six month contract. I was like, yeah, I'm only going to do it until James is, you know, and right. once he's done, I'll be out too. Yeah. So then we joined up with CrossFit and the, and the rest it. is history. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was Shoot, after dang. that. And, uh, so you're with CDR and then you started competing with the team mm -hmm. and you did yeah, we, a few years or a couple of years going to the games. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah, three times at the games, 2012, 13, 14. And then we, we did, we made it to regionals in 2011 and placed 10th at, oh, at that okay. regional. Okay. Which at the time, I, did, I didn't know rankings or anything. It was just kind of like we just did it, like yeah. we made it. Yeah. And so I, I didn't really realize, like, out of all the teams, like placing 10th, I'm like, oh, it's a, actually it's really good, good placing. Yeah. Good. Dang. And then you went individual for regionals yeah, in 2015. 2015 went regionals. I placed 11th. And, and that's the first year that they did uh, super the, regionals. Yeah, right? super yeah. regionals. Yeah. You had to place 20th in Dang. in the rankings. So that was a really good year. I that year I had I had a lot. I was training with Misfit Athletics, and I mean that's that's if you if you want to be competitive at CrossFit, like that's probably the best program out there in my right. opinion. And then also what I would do is, at the time, Esteban Valenzuela, he would go to the track on Fridays. Okay. And that's one of my huge weaknesses is running. So the, that year I did the OC throwdown, and one of the workouts was run a mile and then do a bunch of weightlifting stuff. And I was like the last person to finish the mile. So oh, I was like, damn. I, like yeah. I need to start working on my yeah. running. So him and all the other uh, Redlands Police Department guys would go down on Fridays and they would run the track. So we yeah. basically, every Friday, it was like run a different variation of three miles. And he, like, we would push, we would push ourselves really hard. So like we would, essentially like the first kind of couple miles would be like a warm up, but we would do like, you know, intervals, like, all right, we're gonna do three 400s, rest this long, we would do bleacher runs. And then no matter what, when it came down to like the last run, it's like you're sprinting, right. like you're pushing really, really hard. And it was, it was just nice to have those, the other guys to push with. And Esteban would always pair me up with one of the faster guys to kind of race. Yeah. Right. So I think that really got like my threshold up for the, for the open. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like I think, people started focusing on the running i mean I, i'm just I, I just look through instagram and i see all these athletes you know doing aerobic capacity and stuff yeah. like that with running because that's been the name or the game for for crossfit recently i feel like yeah no definitely yeah, yeah I, I think that people have kind of figured out that that's that's what's going to get get you in into the actual like yeah. regionals and then the games and then from there you know it's it's definitely a little more strength i would say right, strength. right. well the games is actually they, they've got a lot of different stuff now like this year they had a lot more strongman strongman elements yeah. to it, which was kind of yeah. cool it's uh so you definitely like, you have to be well-rounded yeah for sure. definitely yeah. well-rounded it's pretty random in the crossfit games from what i've seen like it's just like the first few days is like swimming in the ocean with sharks and whatnot, <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're like, yeah. There's a yeah. There's a couple of the, the, the classic. And there's a couple and of classics. Air quotes, yeah, 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 classic CrossFit yeah, workouts. Yeah. 
And so, how did you, how did you get into ollie lifting? Was it was it pump convincing you? Like, yeah, a little bit. So I, I'd I'd always been good at, or not always been good, but I once we started kind of snatching and cleaning and jerking, like my snatch for how like small of an athlete I was, like my snatch was just always good. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Like most of the time I was just like, this is probably the most awkward movement I've ever done, but I can put up decent amount of weight, you know, for, for my body what's, weight. What's decent for you? I think I, so in 2012 I hit 225 and that was like, you know, in, in 2012 for a CrossFitter hitting 225, like that was huge. Yeah. Now, yeah. nowadays everybody can hit right, 225. Right. It's, it's crazy how far everybody's exactly. gone. So, in tw- I think it was in 2013. No, 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 no. You know what? Actually, in 2012, I was at a 265 snatch. I, I think 2011, I hit 225. So, because, yeah, 2012, I competed in my first American Open. So, Chris, oh, so you competed in Olympic lifting. I, yeah, I, I competed, <laughs> yeah, in 2012. Okay. So, there's this uh, guy at uh, the CrossFit Gym CDR, Chris Ballinay. Uh-huh who Anthony Pomponi actually trained him. He, he was his coach. And so he would come by and he, he saw my numbers. He's like, dude, you could totally compete. And that year, the American Open was in Palm Desert or Palm Springs. Palm Springs yeah. So he's like, dude, you could totally qualify. He's like, what's your weight? So my body weight, like I was always around like 170. So he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, you could totally compete and qualify. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it. So there was CrossFit shifted was having a last chance qualifier for the American Open. So I went in and did my my snatch lifts were I did 110, 115, then 120. So in pounds, 245, 255, 265. And then my clean and jerk was not heavy at all. Oh, like really? it was I think my clean and jerk I was one third I did 130, 133, 135. So that's in pounds close with your snatch. 130 is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that's that is my snatch. Yeah. So 130 is 285, 133 is like 290, and then 133 is like 295. So yeah, not not very heavy at all for the clean and jerk. But that before uh, USA weightlifting, they actually raised the qualifying total for the American Open. That's when the qualifying total was like 252 kilos. Okay, for your weight class. Yeah, with those numbers, I I had qualified. And that's when I I met Anthony Pomponio. The first time, because I, I called him, I was like, hey, what's, like, the strategy? And he's just like, yeah, you want to pick a, pick a number that you, you can hit, like, 10 times out of 10 yeah, for yeah. for your opener. And we kind of talked strategy over the phone. And then I met him, and I remember that year, too, I, I thought I had to wear a singlet for the last chance qualifier. But, a lot, I mean, a few of the people didn't even wear singlets, and I remember oh, wow. I borrowed a wrestling singlet from one of the guys at the gym. So, like, dude, it was a super tiny wrestling singlet. <laughs> it, it, it was the most awkward thing ever. Like, I'm sure everybody's like, what the hell is this what kid is wearing? wearing? So, so that was, like, that was yeah. my introduction to, to the, the sport of weightlifting and then competing that year at the American Open. It was, it was a really good experience. It was really fun, and it, it was it was completely different from CrossFit, you know, because CrossFit is like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. This is way more laid back and relaxed. You have to focus in on, on the actual, like, the movement that yeah, you're doing. Yeah, kind of have know? to have, like, a balance between, like, power and, and finesse a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why, why didn't you start doing Olympic lifting then? You were, you were still in love with CrossFit. Yeah. And- well, so... So we were we did the the teams. So oh, that's right. Yeah. So you're so that year, like we we had gotten a, a girl, another girl that had joined the team. So we were like, all right, we're confident that mm-hmm. we're gonna actually make it to the games this year. Mm-hmm. You know, our numbers were there. 
so we're like we have a real shot at this and you know going to the games is like especially like when you're in the CrossFit gym like and that that was like when the games were you know Rich Froning was was at his at his peak then or not at his peak but like Rich Froning was up was and coming there, so it's yeah. like going to the games was like the the cool thing to do you know right right yeah and so like just just going there and like it, like the experience like you can't beat that experience going to the games so competed in the games and then I had actually qualified for nationals in 2014 but it was around the same week as the games yeah. and at that time it's like all right for nationals I'd have to find somebody to pay for my plane ticket to go out to I think it was in Utah and you know get all I essentially have to try and find the funds to get out there and compete to where at the games we were able to kind of fundraise and, and get that stuff paid for and then when you actually get to the games you're getting like a you're ton of free of gear stuff. yeah, yeah. So I was like, eh, like yeah. the games definitely outweigh right. weightlifting at that point. Like the swag pack for mm-hmm. Olympic lifting doesn't match up to the CrossFit no, games. De- yeah, know? definitely not. And like, the CrossFit games was closer. You know, uh, absolutely, yeah, it's yeah. in Carson. So, so it was like dry. Like now, nowadays, like Madison, in Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. like airfare. It's got to be crazy for yeah, that. So for sure. in the summer, yeah. So yeah, but so I've been lucky that the past, the last few competitions that I've done for the Open and the the Nationals that I've been able to find sponsors to help me out with. The airfare and hotel yeah. and stuff like that. So that's, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Did you did you know Rich? Did you ever get to meet him? I never actually formally introduced myself to Rich, but we did. I remember at the I forgot what games it was. Maybe the twenty thirteen games. He was standing, waiting to go out to be called out for the individual stuff, and we were in the athlete area. And I remember like going right up behind him and just like standing behind him, <laughs> <laughs> like sizing him up. Sizing him. I was like, I can I was take like, you, dude. I'm, I'm the same height as this guy. Yeah. Like, but it it was kind of weird. It was it was kind of a, a cool moment, like being behind the champ. And then I want to say either twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. We had a team. We did the East Coast Championship. Ben Bergeron's in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. His competition in right in Boston. In Boston, yeah. yeah, and that was really really fun. So we did that, and we actually competed against because Rich Froning was on a team with Chris Bieler. That's right. And yeah. Was, it, was, the, it was Chris Bieler and Sam Briggs and Lauren? No, no, no. no Elizabeth Akinwali and I think Talena Fortunato. Fortunato. Okay. Yeah, I think Lauren Fisher was on a team with her brother. I think brother and, and Sam Briggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was cool because we placed in the top 10 for that one. I oh, want to nice. say we placed like fifth or something like that. So, we, oh, we did really top well. Top five, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, Rich Froning, I mean, like, it, it was cool because we were all in the warm up pit getting ready for like the last workout yeah. and like we're all like warming up, you know, like starting like lightweight. And I remember, I think it was like 275 on the bar, and Rich just kind of strolls back and he's just like, he makes a few jokes, like, talks some shit to a few people. <laughs> You're just like, dude, this guy's like the champ. And then he just goes over to 275, throws it up on his shoulders. Oh, so yeah, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> that's his warm-up right there. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. No, it's, yeah, like, uh, when I went to regionals, not as an athlete, of course, but just going yep. there to, like, and then taking a picture with Jason Khalifa and, like, all these athletes, I'm like, wow, these guys are a lot smaller than I thought. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look bigger on these videos yeah. that they make and stuff. No, it's weird. They're, yeah, they're all smaller than average. I saw a, a uh, it was probably Kick Astonia that did an Instagram video. It, it was something about when a regional or CrossFit Games athlete gets pissed off and it's like a little midget like pounding on some guy. <laughs> Seriously. They're all, they're all relatively all fairly short. short. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yeah. average height for the cross, CrossFit like Games athlete is like 5'9", 5'10". Do you think that, like that. that shorter people move better like with 
with Olympic li- or just with movement in general, like squatting and all that stuff? Yeah, I'd say that you know, like for every sport, there's there's like a certain I'd say height and weight that right, that's that, like that a certain person is gonna excel. At. Like I don't know, basketball probably you know more than me, but six foot yeah. and above, yeah. Yeah, so sure. I'd say like CrossFit, like five nine, five ten, hundred and eighty five pounds, like that's all the top athletes, like yeah. the average, anyways. Yeah. You know, there's definitely some shorter ones like Chris Beeler, and then taller ones like Brett Fikowski, right. that, you know, they're like six six feet. So yeah. But yeah, yeah uh, Matt. Oh, Matt Frazier. I think yeah, he's, he's like the shortest five, champion. Yeah, what is he? Five, five six? seven, I think. Oh, five, five six, seven. five seven. Yeah. yeah. So and then Rich is like five eight, five nine. Yeah, we're like the same height. Yeah. I think like five nine. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what made the what made the full switch? You know, to Olympic lifting. So. <clears throat> Twenty fifteen went individual, and that was really fun. But training that year leading up to it again, like when I was doing, you know, like the running and the misfit programming. And I continue to do misfits up until uh, this this past year. Yeah. You went to, you went to a couple of misfit camps, right? Were you like a misfit sponsored athlete too? No, I, I was never officially on the team, but I was like, def- I was unofficially on the team. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, they, they, they brought me out to the camps and like really good friends with all those guys. I mean, those guys are the coolest, yeah. coolest dudes yeah. for sure. So... Where, where, where was I? So 2015, yeah. So the training training that year was like, you know, four hours a day. It was like a full-time job. So if I wasn't training, I was sleeping, eating and sleeping. So I really only coached a couple of classes a day. So yeah. I was like living off of like, you know, 1200 bucks a month. And wow. so that's like, you know, pay my rent and then buy like, you know, half the week I could have some gourmet meals and then the other half it was top ramen, you know? <laughs> So Did you have any like food sponsors or anything like that or like so so stuff? actually fit food redlands definitely okay. yeah I, I would get food from tracy uh that was really cool nice. that helped out a lot for sure but like as far as sponsorships go goes i had like a few close sponsors you know but like they don't that doesn't pay the bills right right, you know? right. And it, it was being on the the games team for for all the years like you don't get a get a whole a sponsor for yourself, you know what I mean? Right. So, and, it, and unless you're at the top, it is kind of hard to find sponsors, yeah. you know, especially for CrossFit. It's since it's still growing, you know, there's not a whole lot of money for like the lower level. There's people. like a, is, is there like a big gap between income with uh, CrossFit athletes b- based on their sponsorship? Like it's like top level athletes. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd say for else. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, like some of the top the top athletes like if you're like matt fraser sponsored by nike like i'm yeah. sure he's yeah, got he, a he, great he, deal for that yeah. you know so and then even jason kalipa or actually i think i forgot who it was one of the athletes maybe it was garrett fisher like progenics bought him like a ferrari or what? not a ferrari but like some nice car dude. Oh, that's like, right yeah, yeah so, like, i mean he was like training you know. like rick ross too for like, oh, yeah years. that's right that was that's a right, weird you know? that was that was yeah so i'm pretty sure he was tr- so, rolling in but yeah i mean just the life of a poor athlete you know but so so in 2016, I was like, all right, I got to make a decision. You know, like I, I want to, and I had just started uh, dating Kim Bruins and she want, it loves travel. So I was like, I wanted to start traveling and kind of just doing stuff and not being an athlete Worry all the time. Because yeah. even though that was my first time going individual in 2015, it's like I had been a dedicated athlete since 2011. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, I really just kind of want to like take a break. Like I want to make more money and, you know, travel and, and hang out with Kim mm-hmm. and have a good time, you know, and not have to stress about like paying the bills and stuff like that. So that's kind of, I think 
that's not when I made the official switch to weightlifting, but that's when I slowed down like doing CrossFit. CrossFit yeah, yeah, definitely. So I still trained hard, and then in that the open that year, like I just I wasn't in it, you know, mentally. So. I think it was probably actually after like the the first workout, I was like, wow, I was like, I'm not gonna do too too well this year, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna stress about it, you know. It is what it is. Right. So finished that open, and then I had like stopped doing, like you know, stopped training so much. It was like an hour a day. I would I would start doing group class, but then group class kind of turned into like three days a week I would train and yeah. I was just like, eh, I can, you know, I'll, I'll go in, eh, I don't really need to work right, out today, yeah. you know, I'm not training for anything. So then it was in October, I want to say, that we, we were at like a baseball game and I was eating a bowl of ice cream and I was just like feeling sorry for myself. Like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm getting so fat, like I, I need to do something. I'm only doing CrossFit twice a week. <laughs> yeah. So, but I was, I was definitely burnt out of CrossFit at that point and but I, I I knew that in order to kind of get back get myself motivated again, I I need to set a goal. So I was like, all right, like I I've been competitive at weightlifting before. I was like, I'll hit up Anthony. And what had stuck in my head is that year, because Anthony had come down to do clinics and stuff like that. I remember I was doing some kind of crazy ass workout. It was like a twenty minute AMRAP of like thirty inch burpee box jump overs and like one hundred eighty five pound squat cleans. Something ridiculous. Oh it was like I was like halfway in, not, just dying, yeah. and and I see Anthony kind of just like laughing. He's like, "Dude, if you did cro- uh, weightlifting, he's like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be half as hard, you know? Yeah, it wouldn't be this hard." <laughs> so I think that kind of stuck with me. And not that you're not working hard in weightlifting, but the there's definitely not the 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 amount of volume that's in CrossFit is definitely a lot less when you're weightlifting because you're only training two lifts. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know snatch variations and clean yeah. and jerk variations. So it kind of went down from like three to four workouts to basically just one workout. Yeah, just a one day. workout. Yeah. So that's when I so I, I texted him. I was like, dude, I want to make the American Open again. And you know, would you coach me? And so he's like, hell yeah, dude, super super happy. And I think I think my weight at that time I was like one seventy seven. So I was like, I knew I had to like cut weight too to get down to the to the 169 which would be yeah. 77 class yeah. which you know so that means I'd, I'd have to get like my nutrition uh back back to normal or better than it was and then you know getting into the gym every day but I told him I was like dude I, I only really have time to train an hour you know because I was I was running the gym and I, I worked at another job so that's that's another thing too is like you know I just didn't have the time to to train as intense intensely as I was so and so it's like, sure yeah, it dude, mentally totally. draining a little bit too like yeah yeah definitely and it and over here it's like i you know working out working out with a training partner is is really key to you know being a top athlete like if you don't have people to push you yeah you can push yourself you know but you'd want like you know once or twice a week you need that extra push yeah. you know to to really excel <clears throat> so yeah so making the switch to weightlifting yeah like the volume was a lot less so my my right away like my body was it felt a lot better you know just mm-hmm. doing the the one hour a day one and a half hour a day but you're not going the whole time you know right right so dang so you've been doing it for probably like a couple of years now uh, like a year and a half a year and a half now, yeah dedicated uh-huh. weightlifter so, so you're 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 going to american open this year yeah yeah so that's what i'm training for now nice nice how, so. how has been tra- like training been with pump and uh with kind of like the the juggernaut training systems yeah. kind of thing with with them or with with 
with coaching with Pump. How's that been? Yeah, going? it's it's been great. So it's it's really fun, and training going down to Juggernaut, just you know, changing the atmosphere is it's really good. Just getting out and doing something different out there, and all all the everybody down at Juggernaut is super cool. It's it's really fun to train down there, and and Pump will come down here too, and and Pump's just Pump's a great guy. It's it's good to find a coach that you know you can get along with. Yeah, and, yeah, you know that. He seems really chill. Yeah, and, no, super chill. Yeah. So it's yeah, get, definitely finding like getting positive people around you or like-minded people around you is is key for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your day like uh, running a gym and then now you know focusing on Olympic lifting and and CrossFit? How how does that look like? It's just organized chaos, you know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean we try to. I, so I write the schedule every week, and so I try not to coach too many classes. But then at the same time, you know, you've got to be in here and you've got to behind the scenes stuff with, you know, like all the billing and the account mm. stuff. So we're trying to work on that. But I try to set essentially just you just have to set set up a time, set up a schedule for everything, and and get it done. But usually I'll train like around when my girlfriend gets off work, camp. So usually like six o'clock but if she's not going to work out that day i can fit it in earlier, earlier and, and now i've got a garage set up too so oh, that's right if i'm at home and i don't really feel like coming back to the gym i can get it in there so i try to i try to make it as simple as possible yeah, yeah. Cool. try not to compl- cool. complicate it too much how's the business side of things like how's uh you know you've been running a business with myriad for what like two, two years? years yeah, yeah. How's that in the in the Redlands area? Like, how's that you know competing with other gyms or even collaborating with them? Because I remember you guys did, uh, you guys did I think a couple competitions already, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, you got some people from you know all over to come here, to to compete and to to just you know have fun together. How's how's that with the community like running this business in Redlands? It's fun. CrossFit and Redlands. I mean, Redlands itself is. It's a it's a town just like full everybody is into fitness out here. Mm-hmm. So it's it's huge in Redlands and that's probably one of the reasons there's so many CrossFits out there. There I mean in general there's like a lot of gyms in Redlands and a right. lot of people are like cyclists and you know, you have Loma Linda right down this right down the street. So there's there's a ton of people coming from there and Esri. So it's actually, it's, it's fun. And yeah, collaborating with the other gyms, like I know most of the owners from the other CrossFits and everybody's really cool. And, you know, so we, we get along and, and it's like, there's a, there's plenty of people in Redlands too. Yeah. Like there's, there's plenty yeah. of clients to go around. So it's, it's, it's fun. I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. What are your goals for, for this year? Um, besides now that you, you know, like competing in the American Open. Yeah. Um, so... So nationals. So at first, my my first goal starting weightlifting was just to qualify. You know, just to get in there. So I, like I would have to, I would have something to train for. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than like, all right, what am I training for? Like, yeah. I'm not really one of those people who was like, all right, I want to get a six pack or I want to like lose weight. Like obviously, I, I wanted to get in shape, but so that, that those things don't necessarily push me as much as like, all right, I want to try to qualify for this. Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna push me a little bit harder mentally. So that was my first goal, and then making it to nationals. When I went into nationals, it was like, all right, it would be cool to place top ten. But I actually came <clears throat> for the snatch lift. I came fourth place, and I tied for third. So, but the the way the rules work is, whoever takes the lift on their first attempt gets the medal, 
So uh, the guy who got, we both hit 130, 130 but kilos, but he took it on his first attempt, and I took it on my second attempt. So, so I was one spot from from getting a medal in a national meet. So that kind of really lit a fire under me. So for the open, American Open, that's that's my goal. My clean and jerk definitely isn't there. That's that's one of my weaknesses for for weightlifting. But my snatch, my snatch is there. So my goal is to try to make the podium for the snatch, snatch. this year. Okay. Yeah, and I think if right. I did that, then I. I'd be yeah, super yeah. happy. So that's definitely my goal for this year. Yeah, I remember watching a little bit of the live stream when you guys were in Chicago competing up there. Was that your? This is your. That was your second nationals, or is it your first? Nationals? That was my first nationals. nationals. Yeah, I'd qualified for nationals in twenty fourteen, but I I didn't go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How's the how's what's the difference between the nationals and the open? So the American Open is a lower qualifying total. Oh. Okay. So like nationals is just like a little bit more prestigious. But for the American Open this this last year in 2016, they had actually opened it up to it, it was like almost an international meet though. There was a oh, few really? people, yeah. Oh wow! I, I forgot what the kids' name. There was a few kids. I think even one of the kids on the podium was he was from a different country. So so yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be the same format this year. But nationals is just everybody. Everyone's, it's America. You, yeah, everybody's America. America. Yeah. Yeah. USA. What are uh, what are your goals long term? Are you trying to go Pan Am or something or no? Well, so. Uh, since I'm a I'm a college student, I am actually gonna try and oh, do the, the university. university. Yeah, for, right. I think it's the age group for because I'm I'm in, I'd be in the 26 to 28. Yeah, what's qualifying for that? You have to be below 28 or yeah, and below then you have to be but taking con ed or college classes. Yeah, and, and there's two there's two age groups for the universities, oh, okay. and I think it's t- 18 to 24 maybe. Okay, I, I'd have to look it up. Okay. I can't say for sure, but I'm in the I'm in the older. Okay. universities age okay. group but pop thinks i could do pretty well in the universities nice so i want, I want to do that and but that's it I, I don't i don't necessarily have huge goals like olympics or anything olympics, yeah. I, I honestly just don't think i'm there and again i'm just trying to take baby steps gotcha like, hey nash or the american open this year you know try and get on the podium mm-hmm. for snatch and if that happens, great. Then I'll I'll see if I can set yeah. another goal for something else. That's in December. Yeah. Is and yeah. where's that at this year? This year it's gonna be in Anaheim. So oh, locally. that's local. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm super stoked. Is that in yeah. uh, Honda no Center change. or where's that at? No, it's not Honda Center. That's too big. <sighs> it's gonna. It's most likely gonna be in the convention center. Oh, convention center. Yeah. Okay, convention center. Okay. Cool. Dang. Um, have you been following with like uh, the new rules that uh, apply for like the Olympic lifting and Olympics or anything like that? Uh, I don't know if I'm aware. I don't follow along too closely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just thought if you knew or anything, uh, yeah. New rules. I think there was some new rules that, that happened, especially after, I think, um, I think the the Olympic Committee wanted the Olympic weightlifting side of the Olympics to, like, clean up because oh, of, yeah. like, drug stuff that's been going oh, dude. on. It's, yeah. I mean, they say that weightlifting in the Olympics or weightlifting in general, I think, is probably the most corrupt sport right now yeah so and i just I, did you see that documentary i icarus? watched oh dude that was wait badass. what was it called in, in icarus. Car, icarus yeah, yeah. icarus mm-hmm. yeah i watched i have 30 minutes no i finished it last night i did yeah that's yeah that's why i didn't come at 5 a.m this morning <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like oh i gotta finish this uh dude, yeah that was, that was crazy i'm i was surprised at like how how they're documenting him doing steroids yeah and, the, and they got document the whole process of him of the the yeah. russian guy that's, getting caught or getting basically in trouble basically yeah i was like wow yeah well that's like that's what caught my attention is because 
I, I dude, I, I've watched like pretty much every Lance Armstrong documentary. Like, yeah. I love that stuff, dude. It's like, it's, it's very intriguing to me. So, and it's just crazy for, and especially in CrossFit, you know, like watching Rich take it four times and now Matt Frazier twice. It's like, you always have that, that question thought, in the back like, of your head. Is like, he Lance Armstrong? He, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like when Lance Armstrong came out and then you watch documentaries, like, you know, people believed in him for so long. Like right. this guy's doing it clean. He's badass. And like in Lance Armstrong's documentary, you just come out and be like, no, I'm not, I'm never taking drugs. Like, you know, it's just totally serious about it. So, and he just, gets offended and, by it. Yeah, 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 seriously. And then, so just kind of watching all the behind the scenes stuff, you're just like, holy shit. Like, like that's you could crazy, get away you know? with it. But, and, and it's crazy because, like, you know, people say, a lot of people say, like, HGH and stuff like that, but what these guys were doing, it's, like, blood doping or take, taking stuff, like, uh, what's what's that one called? Um, EPO. Yeah, EPO, yeah. 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 Basically, just to help your, like, red blood cells. So, it's and it's crazy because I remember <clears throat> in one of the documentaries, it's, it's Lance going up a hill and one of the guys is saying like look at him climb like he doesn't have any pain on his face which is essentially like that's what stuff the stuff that he was taking helps with and it's like you watching crossfit you definitely see some of the top level athletes like you're like all right like this This it kind of reminds me of that you know yeah so then watching watching this documentary with the guy who is trying to he's he he talks to russian scientists because he wants to pass a piss test but then when he goes to the actual committee, he's like, yeah, I found out, like, they say they drug test, but then they really don't, you know, like, yeah. they test maybe the top, top guy. Yeah. So, and it's kind of like with CrossFit, too, it's like, I've been, I've been tested once in CrossFit when we qualify for the games, because on the team side, they, they pick one person at random, and they only test, uh, test one person. So, I, I was picked one. Person once. from each team, right? One person, yeah, so one, one male from each team, one female, female. from each okay. team. So for the individuals, I think they might do everybody on the podium. But then again, I don't even know, you know. <clears throat> Cause, oh man, cause I feel I never... like you could, like, cycle it out, like, and it could be, like... Well, yes, well, with, with CrossFit is what people people are kind of pissed about is since it's a private organization that does the testing, the results uh, are private. So it's only, like, let's say somebody did test positive, it's up to CrossFit just to come out and, and say, hey, this person did not pass their drug test, you know? So, it, and, and, you know, they do, like, they bust a few people every year. They come out like, hey, yeah, we bust yeah, these guys, it, yeah. we bust these guys, but, like, you know, some of the guys that are the face of CrossFit, are They've they never, possibly yeah. not passing and they're not doing it, you know, or do they have the help of some Russian scientists, you know what I mean, that, that helps them with that. So that, that's what caught my eye about this, this documentary. So you, you think for sure that some top-level athletes are for sure doping? I mean, I can't say 100% for sure, but, you know, like, it's it's definitely more likely than not, you know? Wow, yeah, yeah. In, in my opinion. So, yeah. but yeah, dude, that, that documentary was crazy. That but yeah, as, really crazy. as far as weightlifting goes, like, yeah, and that, it's just been in the, it's the history of the sport, right. you know, Cause, ever since. Yeah, the Russian, because the Russians got to compete in the Olympics in Rio, except for the weightlifting team, is that right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even even then, if, if in the documentary, it's like they were supposed to ban a lot more people, right. but, but like then, I think more than seventy five percent of the athletes actually got to compete. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's like a lot of the Russians that did get gold medals. It's like, all right, were were these some of the guys that you know were doping? This and just whole like year. the tactics that they used to to switch out the pee, dude, was nuts. That like, was crazy. Super crazy. That's crazy. Like they had to, you had to crack open that bottle. 
but somehow they opened it and yeah. you could reclose it. It was it was insane. <clears throat> but so what, what's interesting though is it's it made me think: is Russia the only one that was doing that? Oh, definitely you know what not. I mean? Like definitely not. <clears throat> and I remember, like, I don't know. Did they say who who ended up ratting Russia out? How did they get found out? Was it? I don't know what if they mean? mentioned in the documentary. Oh. Like, it, how it ended up, how did shit, shit all hit the fan with, with it, with WADA? He, was it, wasn't because he released to New York Times, like, he, he just released those Yeah, he news. did, but before that, they were investigating Oh, WADA. that's there right. Was, like, some investiga- that, yeah. investigation going on. I, I was listening to, I think it was, like, Max Ada was saying that with that, like, because it's all, you know, like, it's all politics, and, like, was it you know, China trying to get rid of Russia, so they mentioned something. Because China or, got, you know, I don't China, know. Yeah. China was the biggest doping, and then they lost it. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. 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 That's very interesting. Man. Um, yeah, so that that was actually one of the questions I wrote down. Like, did you watch Inkar? In, yeah, that, Icarus, that's yeah. Icarus. So, <clears throat> what, are, what are your thoughts on steroids? There was also a, a Mark Bell documentary a long time ago. Yeah, bigger, stronger, bigger, faster. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I, I honestly like as far as like performance enhancing drugs, like I don't have a problem with them. I think they're they're cool. Yeah. But not everybody's on an even playing field, you know, because you can't because you can't you're not allowed to take them in the sports, you know, because they're a banned substance. You're there's gonna be athletes that are taking them and athletes that are not. So not everybody's on a plane an even, even playing field, field you know and you can't even relegate <clears throat> it that well it, and it, there's such a like it, that that documentary bigger stronger faster is it's a good documentary because it kind of comes out and it, it explores like all right why do people think these are bad and like they had in one of them this kid that was taking them on a baseball team and he ended up committing suicide and they blamed it on the steroids when it's like they just make this this stigma about it that's like yeah. you know it's 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 gross. Don't you know? Stay right. away from those things. But, I mean, in sports, in professional sports, like and and like CrossFit, like I mean, you you don't go to, like you, you want to see some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Right. You don't go you to see, see average someone, people. Yeah, you, know, you want to see someone hit a home run. And, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and it's cool to see what you can, you know, what the person person is capable of not doing them. But at the same time, it's like, all right, how, you know, how how fast can this guy go? You know. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. Like, I mean, even with baseball, you know, it's like when everybody's hitting the homers and stuff like that, you like it, that. you know, it makes this, it makes the sport cooler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but that being said, I mean, it is a banned substance and, you it's know. It's just about playing fair. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like it, you're not supposed to do it. Like yeah. if everybody was supposed to do it, cool. But since you're not supposed to do yeah. it, like the people that are, it is cheating. Yeah. You know, cheating. You're, you're definitely cheating. Yeah. Dang. Um, are you on the team or uh, on the juggernaut team? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we put up. I put up points for them for the for nationals, and then uh, the open should be the same. same. Yeah. Nice, nice. And so, what's what's it um, what's it looking like for you know the training to the opens right now? Are you so right now? It, it we're about what is it August. Like four months out, so right now the the training we're we're we just ended a cycle and we're gonna be starting up a new strength phase soon. So, and I've been just trying to be smart about my training, you know, since yeah. since it is kind of it's still a little way it's close, but it's still a little ways out, and it's it's almost like CrossFit, like 
when you when the when the season ends like when national ends like you don't want to go just super ham back into it yeah. you know because then that's how you're just going to end up hurting yourself or getting burnt out so you just have to be smart about training keep training fun don't push yourself too too hard in the beginning you know wait wait there's a time for it you know what yeah. i mean and it's it's easy to kind of get ahead of yourself when, right. when you're doing this stuff so it's like yeah you always have to look at the bigger picture yeah so, look long term yeah are you planning to do Olympic lifting for, I don't know, how long? I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. It's it's when I started, it was just with the goal of, you know, doing the, the Open last year. And then it was like, all right, Nationals. And now it's like, all right, I'll do the Open again. And after the Open, we'll, you know, it'll be university. And after that, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, just, I'm just yeah. trying to, again, take it one, one little step at a time. You know, gotcha. I don't want to get too, too far ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any hobbies besides weightlifting? That you're, well, I shouldn't say weightlifting is a hobby. It's more like uh, you know, it's your sport now. But yeah. any anything else other than that? Like, are you doing? Yeah, so I have a paper doll collection, <laughs> and I spend most of my time on the internet, just kind of like looking for different articles of clothing that I think would be fashionable. Oh, nice, so, yeah. nice, yeah. So, what what are you currently on right now? Like, uh, I'm on this like gold phase. Yeah. So gold earrings, gold shirts black pants gold shoes I can see that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> like you hang out with the Atlanta rap people yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah I, I hang out like my little sister collects them so we kind of you know spend some time just putting those <laughs> together it's really nice. fun nice oh man so uh, where can people find you on the on the Instagram on uh, on the social media platform and how can they also find more about uh, CrossFit Myriad if they want to come yeah. here train you guys also have a barbell in Myriad yeah, right? yeah yeah so if you guys are looking to train uh, weightlifting or barbell stuff come in and pump comes down every Thursday around 2.30 and we're going to have more of an official class when we move to our new location an official barbell class we're trying to open it up for like t- twice a week Tuesdays and Thursdays so we're, we're still trying to get that going but again if you want to just come in and, and use the our weights that we have we have membership programs for for specifically for the barbell and programming for that so and then if you guys want to find me on Instagram it's at the real unicorn no, uh, <laughs> it's just my first and last name Jacob Highs. Jacob Highs. Okay. Yep. And then and for I have a weightlifting account, so if you want to go and just see specifically me lifting weights, that's Highs. My so my last name Highs when weightlifting, and then Facebook's Jacob Highs. Jacob Highs. Okay. And then our Instagram accounts CrossFit Myriad okay. for the gym. And yeah, if you guys numbers nine oh nine. I forgot the number eight zero nine zero four four three. That's that's the old business. Oh, that's number. The old business that's, number. that's that's okay. actually the office oh, okay. number. Nobody answers. No one wants to pick it up. Awesome, but, awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And then you guys are also you guys been doing you guys been starting the Olympic lifting academy here or like with the kids. Yeah, right? yes, we have a kids program, and that's do the kids program is really cool. Seeing these kids like start from ne- never lifting a weight and yeah. now the the amount of progress that they make is so cool. Like. <clears throat> the the one of the little kids Jacob he started with I think like a five pound bar you know now he's lifting he's snatching like twenty pounds you know wow. so it's it's cool to see him yeah. see him progress he's like he's nine years old and then we've got Gerald this other kid this guy's he, he's super strong he hit two seventy five back squat for five reps wow uh, last week yeah that's, so he's getting really strong that's really strong yeah is that the tall guy 
no, no, no. No, that's Gerald. 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 Actually, Julian's taller than Gerald, but he's he's actually stocky. He's, okay. he's thick. Okay, he's thick. You know? okay. And then, you know, yeah, Gerald, Gerald just moves. I mean, his mobility is crazy, dude. He, he moves so well. And then we have, we actually open it up to, so, and that's Tuesdays and Thursdays at, from 4 to 5. If you guys have any of your, your kids or if they're students or if they play sports, this is really good for them. But we actually open it up to a 5 and a 7-year-old. No, then we don't really have them do any weights just because they're so young. Yeah, yeah. We spend like 10 minutes with them with a PVC pipe and their attention span's so short. It's like 10 minutes of actual instruction and it's like, okay, run here, yeah, lunge, just, sit up, you know, just yeah, tell them to do a bunch crawl, of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just awesome. keep them entertained for an hour. Dang, that is, that's cool, man. I would, you know, I sometimes wish that I had something like that when I was small to complement like the sports that I was playing. Yeah, and, no, know. seriously. And, and, I mean, like, you see a lot of the kids do gymnastics and stuff. I remember as a kid, I, I wanted to do gymnastics, but looking back on it, it's like, I wish there was gyms that were, hey, here's weightlifting for kids, you know? Yeah. And I know a lot of people, they think that, that it's bad for them or that it stunts their growth, but that's that's definitely a myth. There's yeah. there's no evidence to back that up. In fact, one of the, the USA weightlifting directors, his son's been weightlifting since he was a kid, and I think he's, like, six feet tall, you know? There you go. So, and it's, it's, we're not, you know, maxing out where, you know, you stick to a rep range of five to 10 for the kids. So they're not doing heavy weights and you just focus on their movement. Right. So, but yeah, no, I definitely, because this does build a better base for them if they, they have a future in sports or, or weightlifting, you know, it gives them mobility and then also mm-hmm. gives them the power and explosiveness yeah. that they need and strength. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people don't yeah. have that end up looking like Kevin Durant out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, thanks Jacob for your time and, yeah. uh, you know, for this interview, if you guys want to check him out, like you said, he'll met, um, his social media platform, the real unicorn, 1995. <laughs> and, 1995. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely put the, you know, the links to the Instagram pages and Facebook pages on the show notes below. But other than that, Jacob, thanks for everything. Yeah. Any last words or, you know, words of encouragement out there for the people. Um, I don't know, whoever's listening, my one person listening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words of encouragement. I think that, you know, every day that, that you wake up and get out of bed, you know, you just need to be the best version of yourself. And you need to look in the mirror. You need to, you need to say that, you know, you're a beautiful person on the inside. I don't know what the outside looks like. I mean, am I... <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh you know just perfect awesome just have fun have fun yeah. with whatever you're doing you for know? sure awesome yeah. thanks again man and right. guys that's moving podcasts and in redlands thank you bye